everyone welcome back to my channel my name is Victoria Toby Adeshiko and we're still on the series our life in Jesus Christ last week was part one where we talked about Jesus Christ and why you need him I try to communicate Jesus to us as though I was talking to someone that doesn't even know God existed so today is part two and we're talking about the Holy Spirit and what it does in you so who is the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is the Spirit God poured out into all human beings through Jesus Christ. The original text for Holy Spirit in the Hebrew word is Ruach HaChodesh, which translates the Spirit of the Holy One. So put in simple terms, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. We sometimes call him the Holy Ghost. So how did he come about? See, after you believed Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you were immediately sealed with the Spirit of God. As said in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, In Him also you trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and in whom, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Look, the aim of God through Jesus Christ was to multiply himself in all of us so he started doing this with a group of people called the disciples or apostles these were chosen men that walked closely with jesus they heard his words and saw his works up close and personal and others like paul the apostle heard about him later so it is with this one god started multiplying himself when Jesus was on earth, he, had, he didn't have much time because he came to reconcile us to God by dying for our sins and resurrecting for our victory. So he didn't have much time to wait for the disciples or apostles to grow to a knowledge where they can comprehend the things about themselves or about God or about our relationship. So you hear Jesus saying things like, I would go back to my father in heaven but I'm not leaving you helpless I'm not leaving you often I will still come back you see but in form of the Holy Spirit I will send the Holy Spirit to you the Spirit of God this one will continue you know the works of God in you so when Jesus was glorified and you know he was about to ascend into heaven he gave instructions to these disciples that they should remain in jerusalem and wait for that spirit of god that new kind of spirit that he has been telling them about this one when it comes it will give them power you know and authority to do things on earth so they obeyed his instruction and waited and this is how the holy spirit started being poured out into all humans they were praying one day and then he came and filled all of them and they were speaking with new tongues. So yes, what now is the work of the Holy Spirit in us? Now we've understood that the Holy Spirit is also from God, is from the Father. And this, this one is to carry the works of Jesus. So that makes us understand that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is not the end but he continues in the works of the holy spirit so what does the holy spirit do in you before i start explaining i would like to read to our hearing the book of john chapter 16 from verse 5 to 16. 
and this is Jesus talking to the disciples I think it was already in his you know in time you know the time where he has to get be sacrificed and die for our sins and all of that so he was instructing them and it's more like it was comforting them that you're not alone you're never alone so I'll start from verse 5 it says now however I am going to him who sent me yet none of you asked me where are you going is that your hearts are filled with sorrow because I have told you these things but I tell you the truth it is for your benefit that I am going away unless I go away the advocate the Holy Spirit will not come to you but if I go I will send him to you and when he comes he will convict the word in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment in regards to sin because they did not believe in me in regards to righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will no longer see me and in regards to judgment because the prince of this world has been condemned verse 12 I still have much to tell you but you cannot bear them now however when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own but he will speak what he hears and he will declare to you what is to come he will glorify me by taking from what is mine and disclosing it to you everything that belongs to the father is mine that is why i said the spirit will take from what is mine and disclose it to you in a little while you will see me no more and then after a little while you will see me so this is jesus talking to his disciples and explaining to them that he is leaving this earth but he's yet is not leaving this earth because the holy spirit will come so that is what the holy spirit does in you is the comforter the holy spirit is the helper the intercessor the heart the advocate okay for some of us will see you know some believers and then would wonder are these ones in Christ Jesus <laughs> you know like how are they behaving like this and things like that but the truth is some believers stop at the grace Jesus Christ brought you know like I said earlier by dying and resurrecting for our victory our reconciliation our redemption our justification they stop there but you're not meant to stop there you're meant to continue with the works of the Holy Spirit because when you come to Jesus Christ you are born again and just like every child born you need growth and the only person that can nurture you and, and grow you is God and how can he do this is by his spirit so once you're born again then the spirit starts nurturing you from being a child to being babes to being matured to being sons you know of God this is why you need the Holy Spirit and this is what the Holy Spirit does in you so what do you need to do you need to recognize the Holy Spirit you need to embrace the Holy Spirit and you need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit look what Jesus Christ came to do you know was to destroy the penalty of sin because when Adam and Eve sinned and disobeyed God you know by obeying the devil in the beginning as I explained last week sin immediately entered into the world 
and the nature of sin was with men and the penalty of sin was death death means the separation of God entirely like the separation from God entirely so when Jesus came and you know helped us by redeeming us and gave us redemption he justified our spirit by destroying the penalty of sin and this is where you find people saying you know repenting and asking God for forgiveness and with a genuine repentant repented heart they are forgiven and then they just move on with God it is because of what Jesus came to do before Jesus Christ came we we don't we couldn't go boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy anyhow like that but after Jesus came you know we are able to do these things so he justified our spirits but this justified spirit needs to saturate our entire being so our soul and body needs to align with this justified spirit and that's why you find the apostle paul saying in the book of romans chapter 12 from verse 1 to 2 and it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we need our mind to still be transformed. And what best can help us do this? It's the Holy Spirit. Your souls, your spirit is already justified. Hallelujah. You are now in the presence of God. You now have a relationship with God, but your soul still needs to be transformed. Because your soul still is connected to that fallen man, that, that sinful nature. So that it needs to transform and align with that justified spirit. And this is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Like I said earlier, he starts convicting you. And that's where you start feeling like when you're doing something that you know displeases God, you start feeling uncomfortable. You know, you start your conscience starts convicting you that you're not meant to be here. You're not meant to say this. You're not meant to react this way. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. So the different level of relationship you have with God, you know, reflect your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You have to keep embracing his work and fellowship in him. And that's where you see some things in scriptures like do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Yes, because when we're doing something that is opposed to what God wants us to do, is grieved in us. And this is when it starts disturbing our conscience. And then we realize ourselves and come back to God. So this is what the Holy Spirit, this is who he is and this is what he does in you. The Bible says that it brings what he hears from God, you know, and tells us. He, he doesn't walk on his own. He's not independent of himself. He is from the Father. He is from God. And he tells us everything we're meant to do. He continues to tell us who God is, who we are, our relationship with God. That's why sometimes when you read the scriptures or as you go on in life, you, at a certain age, you understand God. But as you grow more, you understand him more and more and more. This is the Holy Spirit working in you, is growing you as you are born again is making you grow into sons and this is why paul says in the book of romans that as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god they are the sons of god so people of god 
this is what the Holy Spirit does if you are unbeliever come to Jesus accept him as your Lord and personal Savior and believe me you are already sealed as soon as you do that you're already sealed with the Spirit of God now once you come to that place and you're a believer it's now up to you you know to start cooperating with the Spirit of God to start aligning yourself with the Spirit of God because your soul needs to be transformed your mind needs to be transformed and aligned with the justified spirits what the Holy Spirit does again is it breaks the power of sin I remember lately um, there's an habit an habit that I was trying to shed off like I knew I was trying to get rid of that habit but then it keeps you know getting a hold of me and I know I could feel that the Holy Spirit in me you know is grieved because this is not what God wants me to be doing at the time so I was I was bothered you know I was really worried that I need to stop this I need to you know please God and then the Holy Spirit told me then let's intensify our relationship let's get things deeper I was like okay so how do I do that so the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said give yourself continually to the Word of God and prayers so I started you know studying the Word of God more and praying and I don't even think about that habit anymore like it doesn't even occur to me anymore that's the power of the Holy Spirit you would remember in the scriptures when the disciples were still walking with Jesus and you hear them saying things like oh um Lord how is it that we couldn't cast out this demon or how is it that we don't understand this and you hear them you know sometimes having doubts once in a while you hear them saying things like Jesus we have left everything and followed you what's in it for us you know or um, when they were on the boat and there was storm and heavy wind and Jesus was just sleeping and they were like oh Jesus we are going to perish save us and then Jesus just got up and was like, oh, you have little faith. And then he rebuked the wind and the wave. And there was a great calm and peace. And you hear the disciples saying, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the sea obeys him. But in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit came inside them, they were filled with power and with authority. And you will hear Peter, one of the disciples saying things like oh brethren you know repent come to Jesus you will hear him speaking with boldness you know the book of Matthew says Jesus went about talking as though as one who had authority you see as one who had authority so this is what the Holy Spirit does it gives you power it gives you that boldness you know it comforts you you know um, the book of um, Psalms the King David in the Old Testament you hear him saying things in the book of Psalm 23 things like you are my comfort you know thou are my comfort this is what Jesus came to do this is what the Holy Spirit you know came to do in us in the New Testament our comfort our heart advocate that's why some some of you find yourself in a relationship that the Holy Spirit is telling you do not go into but then you don't want to cooperate and then you find yourself feeling i'm not supposed to be in this relationship so when a relationship you know goes upside down and everything just goes goes sour and you come back and be like oh god you know why me why is this happening nothing is going right everything is going wrong at the same time child you were warned you were told the holy spirit told you this relationship is not for you the holy spirit is the manual 
that God has given us that okay you guys are in a sinful world you are in a wicked world this world is dark and how do I know that in the book of Matthew chapter 8 I think from verse 26 also it says in the land of Zebulun and Naphtali by the way of the sea across the Jordan the Galilee of the Gentiles the people who sit in darkness are seen a great light and the people will sit in the land and shadow of death upon them light has dawned so this word is dark and that is why you find Jesus saying you are the light of the world can a city be set on a hill a city set on a hill can it be hidden can you light a lamp and put it under a basket of course you put it you know on top of a table so it's going to reflect the light to everyone who is in the room so we are a light in this dark world so how do you navigate as a light in this dark world is through the holy spirit the holy spirit will help you do that it will tell you what to do there are so many crossroads that have been in my life that the holy spirit has really helped me out there you know to cross so many bridges because i was telling my sister one day that adulthood is so funny because every day is a decision what do i eat what do i not eat do i go out do i not go out what do i do do i date him do i not date him adulthood is just full of decisions and this is where i'm thankful for the gift of the holy spirit he puts you through because look god told jeremiah the prophet jeremiah he says before i formed you i already knew you you already knew us before sir if the Holy Spirit is coming from God, it's coming from someone that even knew us before he knitted us in our mother's womb. So he knows these are the decisions that would help you. These are the decisions that will lead you to your destiny, to your purpose. And this is where you need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. And for those of you struggling with sin, believe me, the Holy Spirit has come to break the power of sin. Jesus came to destroy the penalty of sin the Holy Spirit came to break the power of sin so whatever you find yourself doing that you know is grieving the Holy Spirit just keep praying ask for strength ask for help tell him to help you tell him to strengthen you God hears us he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son let me leave this with you last so the Holy Spirit also enables us to exercise powers over the devil over demons over principalities and powers as Jesus did when he was working on the face of this earth demons know how powerful we are and that is why it keeps distracting you so you don't come to the knowledge of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit has given you which is power because once you realize that you will keep exercising it on him for instance, you'll find in the scriptures, you know, I think it's still, um, I think it's still Matthew chapter 8 as well. You'll find in the scriptures when God, and um, when Jesus, yeah, it's also God. <laughs> when Jesus came to a city of Gadarens, and then there were two demon-possessed men. The, the Bible records that the demon in them were extremely fierce and violent. And nobody could even pass the front of the tomb because they were inside the tomb and when Jesus came they ran out to Jesus and they said what do we have to do with each other you son of God have you come to torment us 
before the time, the time meaning before the judgment day, so that no anyone that is called the Son of God can torment them. But they don't want you to come to that knowledge so you don't start exercising it on them because they dread you. They, they tremble at your presence. So in your ignorance, ah, Paul the Apostle says, I will not have you be ignorant. In your ignorance, they know they can keep tormenting you, keep afflicting you with different kind of sicknesses, keep making you do the things that you know deep down yourself you don't want to do. So they started begging Jesus. I mean, these two demon possessed, to these two demons started begging Jesus, okay, please, if you are going to cast us out, just let us go into the herd of the pigs. And Jesus just said, go. Whatever we speak, the Bible says that we shouldn't worry about what we're going to speak in certain times because it is not us who speak, but the Father who speaks through us by the Holy Spirit. Jesus just said, go. And with that go came power. And then they went out of those two men and went into the herd of the, of the pig. And then they just drove the pig into the steep bank, into the sea, and they died there. So God, um, Jesus, in the beginning when Jesus started his ministry and John baptized him, and um, God spoke from heaven and said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. At that time, Jesus was his only son because all of us were just roaming around with the sinful nature of Adam. So at the time, Jesus was the only son of God. But immediately, Jesus died and resurrected for our sins. We became sons of God. Remember I told you the Apostle Paul said in the scriptures in Romans that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we became the sons of God. So imagine anytime any demon is trying to oppress you or is trying to torment you, have this consciousness that you are also the son of God. The Bible says that we are joint heirs with Christ. So now Christ is not the only son of God. All of us are. No, as many as come to him, as many as believed and accepted him, and as many as received the Spirit and are led by it, they are the sons of God. So at our sight, the demons, principalities, powers, princes, devil himself, they tremble. So people of God, like Paul said, I will not have you ignorant. Embrace the power of the Holy Spirit fellowship with him paul said the grace of the lord jesus and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all thank you so much for staying to the end if you have not received jesus as your lord and personal savior please watch my previous video and you would ex you will understand who jesus is and why you need him and for those of us that already accepted jesus it's not the end you need to continue in the works of the holy spirit